Take a deep breath, take the higher road That's what they always say, as if they know the way They won't take it from me But don't ever doubt yourself, it's life ain't just a dream You make your own, so kick and scream The people will like with a never-ending force You never had the chance, so what you waiting for? The day has come, my friend, cause this is war My friends of all that is right and just on may 21st through the 30th the 76th annual world health assembly meets in geneva switzerland to negotiate agreements that would give the world health organization new authorities and resources to mandate and enforce the response of nations to public health emergencies of international concern present or potential. Remember last summer when the World Health Organization Director General Tedros, who has no health or science background, declared a monkeypox outbreak a public health emergency of international concern, overriding the WHO Emergency Committee, which decided 69 against recommending a public health emergency of international concern. Well, I mean, wow, what what a uh, a response that was when we realized that there was no monkeypox outbreak. But could you just imagine? I mean, these new authorities would include the power to mandate vaccines, lockdowns, quarantines, and enact centralized global surveillance and tracking through new technologies and digital IDs. The WHO will also determine who and what should be censored and canceled. Whoever does not see these things as a coordinated effort to implement a new world order, aka one world government, is clearly not paying attention. Our government has been championing championing gun control for a decade And now they are coming after our crypto. We have Bill Gates, nasty little hands in our food, trying to get us to eat bugs and controlling our food chain by being the largest private owner of farmland in America. These avenues allow us to live free and off the grid if we so choose. The only thing that stops them is America. What is being considered by the WHO will steal America's freedom and put unelected, unaccountable, likely compromised bureaucrats in charge of health decisions for you and your family. I've been telling people for three years that COVID was a dress rehearsal to see how many people would comply. And it was frightening how many actually did. Even those who said they would never shut down their businesses did so again in the fall of 21. The U.S. Senate has already voted not to do its job by refusing to review any new pandemic agreements approved at the WHO. It will take all of us working together to change the current course. Pay close attention. You must take action. 
In less than a month, thousands of concerned citizens have completed 261,000 actions. They have signed the American Sovereignty Declaration, sent Congress almost 175,000 emails, and made over 70,000 calls to demand that Congress get the United States out of the World Health Organization before it becomes empowered to dictate our response to the next public health emergency, and so much more. You must educate and inform your members of Congress that American sovereignty is at risk and tell Congress that America must exit the WHO. If you haven't done so already, go to SovereigntyCoalition.org, SovereigntyCoalition.org, and sign the American Sovereignty Declaration. Here to join me today to discuss this is Ron Armstrong, the president of Stand Up Michigan, a large grassroots organization. He is a former mayor and leader, not only in Michigan, but a strong voice on the national level. He is currently working with the American Sovereignty Coalition, a nonpartisan group dedicated to protecting the U.S. Constitution and defending national sovereignty against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Their immediate priority is to prevent global governance arrangements, such as the World Health Organization's attempt to dictate public health policies that our current administration fully supports. The Sovereignty Coalition aims to ensure that the U.S. is no longer under the WHO's authority and to create limited collaboration arrangements during pandemics. Their mission is to protect the sovereignty, constitutional republic, and personal freedoms of the United States of America. Thank you so much for joining me today, Ron. Great to be with you, Jody. This is nuts. I mean, I, I remember last summer they're, they're uh, pushing a big uh, campaign um, about the WHO as well, right? Like there was something going on last summer. I remember, um, you know, we needed to step in and let Congress know not to um, take part in it. What what was you're, yeah, what you're remembering last summer was many of these amendments were potentially uh, going to be reviewed at that meeting of the World Health Organization last summer. Mm -hmm. And they ended up uh, delaying the negotiations of these amendments until this May. Now, mm -hmm. what is supposed to happen in next week is potentially they were looking at adopting these amendments and what is included in them, but they have continued to rework the language and they will basically be discussing and agreeing to this language at this meeting, and then it will be probably adopted at their next meeting, which might very well be in May or, or spring of 2024. However, they basically, the participating nations are already agreeing if indeed there is a health-related emergency or concern in the meantime, that we will follow the language that is uh, already basically been written, even though it hasn't been adopted. A perfect example of this for all of you uh, out there listening to this is everything that the WHO did was a recommendation during the pandemic. But if you recall, uh, both our government leaders 
and our own CDC and all state health departments and even local health departments and corporations all decided to say, we are all exempt from anything. We all, uh, our, our constitutional rights and freedoms are gone because we are simply following the CDC and the World Health Organization's uh, uh, recommendations. Now, these were all considered, as you know, non-binding. And yet our entire economic system, our entire uh, uh, individuality, our constitutional rights and freedoms, they weren't taken from us. We allowed them to be taken from That's us. Right. And during 2020, you were one of those and many others around the country rose up for the first time saying something is wrong about all of this. And yet over 90 percent of us, including I'm going to say 10, 20, 30 percent more of the people did not agree with what was happening, but they were too fearful to stand up and and basically agree that we're not going to follow these. And what we kept saying to everyone, they kept saying, when will this end? But when will this end? And I kept saying to them, it ends when we say it ends. That's right. Absolutely. It ends when we say it ends. I, I you're, you're so right, Ron. There, there were so many of us, including myself in 2020, that recognized, oh, crap. So something is happening. I mean, for me, I, I say it all the time. It was biblical. I remember being a little girl and hearing that, you know, in, in church about end times prophecy, which we heard every single time their church doors opened. And so when I found out that the whole world was getting on board with this, I knew that in the end times, it would be a global event. And, um, and it was. And it still is, right? It's it's the first time in our history that it was a global thing that happened that affected every single person on this planet. And, and there were a lot of us that recognized that something was wrong, but there were very, very few of us that was willing to risk it all in order to get the truth out. Uh, that's uh, that uh, couldn't couldn't say that better. I think um, uh, many of us, of course, were um, living in fear. We were listening to our local news. We were isolated. Many of the states, especially Michigan, uh, we were in lockdown from uh, uh, I was in Arizona uh, on on like March the 13th when it began. And Michigan participated because of COVID a few days prior to when or Arizona joined. But I remember I was driving home and uh, and everything began to change. We couldn't travel anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, our businesses were to be closed. Our government leaders determined what was essential and what wasn't. Who could work and who couldn't? What could be sold and what couldn't? Rather, your kids could go to school. Obviously, that was not an option. Uh, rather, your church could be open. Many of these issues immediately should have raised a concern that should have said, uh, uh, look, I, I, I don't know what this is. I'm not saying we're crazy. We can follow the recommendations individually. We can make decisions for ourselves, for our family, for our children, for our church. But it is indeed uh, our, our constitutional rights, our freedoms and our liberties never went away during a pandemic. We simply gave up those rights and freedoms. They were not able to be taken from us, and they aren't now. Right. But if we continue to be distracted by what it is that the the media 
and the government wants us to focus on versus what they're doing behind the scenes, that is the mistake that we're making if we don't pay attention and share the information with those around us. That that's you're right. I mean, you know, I, I look back at it and I and I want to remind people. I mean, when when they were keeping open Costco and Walmart and strip clubs and casinos and putting up caution tape on playground equipment. I mean, how did that not just wake you up to to say this is so wrong? This is propaganda that we're seeing. And I, and I think you're exactly right. You know, we, we say that we had a pandemic of COVID. Absolutely not. It had, COVID was not in any way, shape, or form a pandemic. What was the pandemic was the, the pandemic of cowardice, of people that were so afraid of standing up and, and saying it out loud, this doesn't make sense because they were in fear of retribution from their, their job, who was getting paid off. Everybody who followed these lockdowns and these testing and all of that, like they were getting paid off to do it. And the people that complied were getting paid off to stay home to get some extra money from the government, right? Like I know, I know a lot of people that made way more money staying home than working, you know? And, and so it's those types of things where it really just, it really irks me. And it, and it frustrates me to no end that people are that flipping weak. They, and, and there's no other way around it. it it's being weak. And I don't care when somebody tells me, you know, I mean, even more so now, Ron, I mean, when I first blew the whistle, I was like, okay, yeah, I understand. I understand that, you know, you felt that you didn't have any other way, you know, um, to support yourself, or I understand that you have a family, you know, but so did I, so did I, I'm a single mom. I didn't want to risk it all. I, I didn't, but there was no other way that I couldn't you know, not step up and do it. And, and everyone that's listening now, I mean, you have got to talk, you got to talk to people. You have to share this episode with at least three people. You have to share the, the link with at least three people and let them know what's up and what is literally happening under your nose. Well, and I feel like, um, you know, we always say we never learn from the past. Uh, this is a perfect example of of how and why we need to learn from the past. Mm -hmm. uh, we just experienced it. It, it, isn't, uh, it isn't 30 or 40 years ago like some wars that, that happened. This was is extremely fresh. Uh, I know our my business, which is in the messaging, marketing, it's in the trade show world, everything that I do stopped on that day. Nothing that I produced was able to be bought by anybody because there was no reason to buy it because they couldn't do anything. Their restaurants weren't open. The trade shows weren't happening. Recruiting wasn't happening. Face-to-face -face selling wasn't happening. And entire industries literally crushed within a 24-hour period. And, of course, it was one of those you're not essential uh, right. unless, of course, you were a, a government-related entity or you were a big business that was somehow uh, considered exempt. And you're exactly right. What they did was they printed 
not billions, but trillions, and we cannot comprehend a trillion dollars. You can't. But they continued to incentivize uh, basically the weaponization of government agencies against its people. They weaponized and, and incentivized large corporations to be successful or to replace what it was that they were losing by shutting down while small businesses were basically going out of business. Mm -hmm. uh, this was a, a, in order for them to take over America, we have to destroy small business. We have to destroy individual uh, ingenuity and innovation uh, in exchange for uh, incentivizing and controlling big business, because if they will comply, and what did we see happen? The large healthcare systems that run these states complied because why? Because they got a 40% bump if indeed everything was COVID related. If they put people on a ventilator, they got more money. If they had a COVID death, they got more money. Uh, if they, right. uh, you you can go through the list of just in the healthcare area. Well, it went on into, of course, corporate America. If they want to convert and make, uh, uh, first it was to make uh, machines, then it was to do masks, and then it was to do the, the the bidding. Meaning, if you encourage people to get vaccinated, we're going to incentivize and pay you. It all became a payoff. Mm -hmm. And what they were doing, uh, we are, every single American right now, are paying for that incentiv incentivizing that was done. And the selling out of Americans in, in the perfect area is the healthcare field. That's, I know, an area that you come from, Jody. And right. what they did was, first, you were to go to work regardless of what you had. And if you got COVID too bad, you needed to continue to work and take care of those that were sicker than ourselves. We all had to sacrifice all the frontline people. I have two kids that are in the in the uh, uh, law enforcement field. Same story. They had to go to work transporting people. They they were in the same fear and lived in it. And guess what? All of those at a corporate level were being incentivized, and they did not care about their employees. They didn't care about what happened. Ultimately, they were doing whatever it took to get the money. And it continues to today uh, because even though they recognize that much of what we followed wasn't true. Dr. Burks, which is one that worked with Dr. Fauci, wrote a book. And in the book, she claims that they sat in a room and decided what distance should will people accept? Six feet sounds good to me. What yeah. amount of people should be able to come together? Is 10 a good number? I think that they'll attempt and they'll go along with 10. Yeah. Three weeks to bend the curve was a question that they asked. Is three weeks, I think people will give us three weeks. It won't really, it won't crush small business for three weeks. And we can create some incentivized programs in the three weeks that will allow them to stick around a little longer, just a couple more weeks. It reminds you of when the airline isn't taking off and they say, well, no more in 10 or 15 minutes. It's called crowd control. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly what they were doing. It's a communist plan and ploy. And they have been following the communist manifesto through this whole thing of people control, population control, mind control, mm -hmm. living in fear. You are going to hurt or kill your grandmother regardless. Oh, you've had it. Well, the problem is you don't know when your kids have it and they're still giving it to grandma. I'm going to kill grandma. Yeah, that's, that, that's exactly right. I mean, it, it, just look at, remember those circles? Do you remember the arrows yes. in stores to say that yes. you have to, I mean, it, it was just comical to me. It was comical and it was disgusting. And, and I, you know, I have a visceral response to people that still wear masks. 
And I was at church uh, the the other week. Um, I went and checked out a new one when I was in Nashville. And, um, and it reminded me, like, it's the spirit of fear that's over people, you know, um, and they're allowing that spirit of fear to, to um, guide them in everything that they do. And, and that ultimately, like, at the end of the day, People have got to realize what spirits they are following and, and, and really look at people as, as, you know, as like a spirit controlling them. I know the other day I posted on Instagram, um, uh, Baphomet, which is like a devil, like uh, pagan God thing. And, um, and they, and this, it was reading to children, you know, like kind of how the transgender uh, people do. And, and then everybody's like, Oh, that's fake. That's fake. And it's like, well, I, this is what we need to start looking at people. We need to start looking at situations and people and the way they act is what spirit they are allowing themselves to be led by. And if you're allowing yourself to be led by the spirit of fear, I, I mean, you're doomed. You are absolutely doomed. You know, there, there's no hope or joy or peace that you could ever want for your life if you're allowing that. And, and the people that, you know, are saying that they will step up next time, right? All those people, oh, this will never happen again. You know, um, you look at it, it's like they are taking away. It, it, it's the mark of the beast system that's coming in, period. It's so easy to see that it, this cryptocurrency and your social credit score and we're going to stop your movement, um, you know, if we even think that there's a possibility. We have some dude that's running the World Health Organization that is not even has any training in health, right? Like, it's just, it's so insane where we are at today. And, you know, I just, I want to say the, the name of the um, SovereigntyCoalition.org. Guys, you got to go there and check out what they're doing. You know, um, I think we have a few minutes left in our, oh, you know what I did want to talk about um, when we talk about the the health control and the, the policies that were implemented overnight that every single educated or pre pretty much every single educated medical professional followed blindly. Um, it, it's just insane. But at the Arizona State Senate on May 25th, and May 26, um, they're hosting a novel coronavirus Southwestern Intergovernmental Committee that can discuss the, the handling of this pandemic, how it started, why it started. You know, your, your good friends, Kristen, Megan and Tammy Clark, um, OSHA and military whistleblower, they're going to be there speaking on on how this all began. You know, um, it all began by by silencing those people that, um, you know, had a pandemic that had pandemic training and you know i oh it's just so much but there is uh good news the good okay. news is that we are still the majority yeah uh, i believe that we uh our our constitution has not changed uh, our god has not changed we do have to replace uh fear with faith and we have to replace our anger with action. Yes. Uh, we have to begin talking 
to the people in our own community. We have to get off the mainstream media and understand that uh, our voices and the truth is not able to be shared no matter what you think or see. We are censored, shadow banned, deleted, demonetized, and this is going to get worse. Yeah. We're also going to be attacked and targeted. Some are going to be arrested and jailed. This is what we've already seen happening. If you can see it happen with a former president, you can certainly see it happen with you or me. Right. Uh, th this this is uh, a time that we are standing up uh, for what we believe in. And the and the great news is, if if we are standing for a constitution and what it says is the preamble talks about, of course, our uh, natural rights. Uh, those are rights that come from uh, our creator, not from man, not from a governing body, not a United States governing body, and certainly not from the United Nations or not from a World Health Organization. Uh, we are going to take action, and we'll tell you more about that here coming up soon. Yeah, thank you for bringing that up because, you know, it, it is the natural rights. It is our, and, and you talk about um, the Pledge of Allegiance, and we'll get into that because I love how you um, how you explain that and where we're at. Um, but, but guys, it is, this is our natural rights given by God. And the biggest thing that separates those that, you know, are, are trying to control us from those of us that see what's up is that we believe in God and they don't, we believe in God and they think they are God. Right. Like that is the, the, the biggest thing is that they think that they can control the food, the weather, the population, um, you know, and they're playing God and, and we, we know how that's going to end. Um, but you know, guys, it, you know, I, I talk so much about being healthy and building up our immune system, because if we are healthy and we are trying to be the best that we can be both of mind, body, and spirit, you know, we're, our immune system is going to be strong, but at those times where you feel like the stress has been too much or pretty much guys, every day, everything that we come in contact with, you know, um, is, is taxing our immune system. So that's why I have the healthy cell, um, immune boost. And it is a gel pack, which I really like. And I also give it to my 13 year old. So I, you know, take a look at Healthy Cell. It's one of our sponsors and, um, and see if it's right for you. We'll be right back after the break. It's time and this is These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. The pandemic may be over for some. 
but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body, and now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. If you're like me, you'd like life to return to some kind of normal. You're burned out on all the fear-mongering, but deep down you try and minimize viral exposure and your risk of getting sick. You've heard it talked about time and again by respected medical professionals. Use a pulvinone iodine nasal solution. I don't need to tell you just how powerful a nasal cleansing formula with xylitol, pulvinone iodine, and vitamin D3 for immune support could be. In fact, my attorney told me not to tell you. Google it and find out for yourself. Now, get yourself a bottle of American-made Cofix RX nasal solution. Let's get out and live again. CofixRx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com. Use coupon code OUTLOUD and get 20% off. was Henry Wadsworth Longfellow that said, lives of great men all remind us we can make our lives sublime and departing, leave behind us footprints on the sands of time. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Falker with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Welcome back, guys. You are listening to Nurses Out Loud, and I am your host, Nurse Jody O'Malley. Today with me, I have Ron Armstrong, who is the president of Stand Up Michigan, a large grassroots organization. And he's currently working with um, the American Sovereignty Declaration. Um, next, if you missed the first half, um, you know, in the next couple of weeks, on May 21st, the World Health Assembly is going to meet again in Geneva, Switzerland, um, to talk about um, the agreements that would give the World Health Organization authorities to declare a pandemic, whether uh, a real uh, danger or a perceived danger, um, and not just a health-related one, guys. I mean, it, they're climate change. There, there's no, there's no end to what they want to do. 
but Ron, when we left on break, we were talking about, you know, our natural rights and, um, you know, as citizens and, and how the, those are, well, like I said, those that are in control, like they, they, they don't believe in God. They want to like destroy the Western American values, which is essentially um, our our faith in God. Well, they can't. Uh, they know they can't get rid of uh, what's in our Constitution or its foundation. They have attempted to do so by destroying the men who wrote it. If they believe, if they destroy the man, they destroy his message. That's why they've torn down statues. Uh, they've called them slave owners and whatever. They did this with, you know, uh, 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 countless of our leaders. Ronald Reagan was an actor in chimp movies. Nobody should listen or follow anything he had to say. Uh, obviously, Trump is a mean tweeter and a womanizer and whatever. And that's what they said, of course, about our founding fathers is they were slave owner bigots and, you know, whatever. That right. If they could destroy them, then they could destroy the message, which, of course, was the Constitution. What they didn't count on was that what they were guaranteeing in that constitution was to make sure that not them or that anyone that followed them would ever be able to create a law, a rule, or anything that that was a right uh, uh, that would take away individual rights that weren't provided to them by man but by God. We always saw king and queen, an emperor, a ruler, whatever they want to be in history. They are the gods. The same story is in China. Nothing matters but the Chinese Communist Party. It is your god, and if it isn't, we have to destroy whatever it is that gets in the way of it. That is what they believe, and that is truly still what stands between us and the rest of the countries around the world. Mm -hmm. So what they are doing instead is combining and working with uh, a, a large corporation, some within uh, America itself, individuals and organizations and administrations within America to attempt to bring it down by going and enter into agreements outside of America, but imposing those rules, those regulations, uh, and, and basically allowing and giving them the authority, whether it's a world court, whether it's a world health organization, whether it's a United Nations, whether it is the, uh, you know, the International Monetary Fund, you name it. They are using those to uh, basically affect each and every one of us and how you're able to live your life and what is allowed or not allowed. And their latest round of this during the pandemic, and they saw how well it worked. They saw how we utterly failed to defend all those rights and liberties. And so they are doubling down on them and they are looking at putting in these amendments into the current World Health Organization agreement that we are a part of, along with 194 other nations. And they want to create one level, one approach, one governing body that is going to control each and every one of us. And they are doing it under the name of health, but it's not about health. It is about control, it's about money, and is it really it is about bringing down America to the level and the control that can be done uh, around the uh, basically from a world one world order. Mm -hmm. And I want to I want to share with you uh, so that you get to the specifics of these amendments. I want to share with you just a three or four things that will help you understand how direct they are being here. Number one, everything that the World Health Organization had done before was a recommendation. They are removing the word non-binding. In these amendments, which will make everything now that is a recommendation binding, which means it's no longer a recommendation, it's an right. order. 
Right. Secondly, they are going to establish, and it's written here, establish a global surveillance arrangement. And these are going to be done through vaccine passports, smart health cards, or as we call them, the Chinese uh, style social credit system. It is going to identify you as vaccinated or unvaccinated. They're going to identify you as to who you follow and whether you are a Christian. Uh, they're going to basically look at this. And are you participating and furthering the one world order, uh, the the one health approach, which we'll get into in a second, uh, basically, again, treating you the same as animals and plants and climate and environment as it is with the humans themselves? Because remember, if there's no God, we're just another uh, a, a tissue that lives in this planet. Yep. Yeah, uh, they are looking to say that that all of the participating nations are going to commit governments to censoring dissenting views. They are going to ask, by the way, Article 17, page 23 of these amendments says that the parties will commit to tackle all faults, misleading, misinformation and disinformation. And each party is encouraged to counteract this misinformation, disinformation and false news, thereby strengthening public trust. What wow. they are stating here is they are going to use all the social media companies who are already participating. They are going to use the CIA and the FBI, the national intelligence, and our own governing bodies in order to censor anyone's counteraction or, or or dissenting views. That means free speech is gone. Yep. And this will be done by – and I have to mention to you, in Brussels, they already have buildings, new buildings that are being constructed – that are being set up as these global surveillance systems. They are buy-in from the, the places like Google and Microsoft and, of course, Facebook and others that are going to be handing over information about each and every one of us so that we can be participated in whether we like it or not in this social credit system, which will mean what you will be able to buy, where you'll be able to buy it, whether you will be able to participate in certain things, whether you'll be able to get health care. Uh, because again, if you don't have insurance, then you can't get this. You don't have a job. By the way, financial institutions are participating. The largest in the world, the Chases, the PNC banks, the Bank of America's, the Wells Fargo, the, many of these uh, international monetary systems are buying into this social credit system, which will allow you to either borrow money or not borrow money. All of these are basically participating in this, what we call, again, one health approach. The reason we need to understand this, this is a China approach. And right. this basically, and this is Article 18. Number three, page 24, says the One Health includes, are you ready for this, not only human health, but also the health of animals, agricultural plants, and the environment itself. If passed, the WHO would have control over every aspect of our existence on Earth. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, it's just so wild to think this is where we are, but yet we are here. And they've been telling us that, I mean, this is all run for the 2030 agenda, right? Which by the way, they have mentioned uh, just in their latest meeting, they believe that they have a window of opportunity to speed up the 2030 and, and make it happen basically sooner. Do you know why? Because we are so distracted with stories of Trump's rating and and today it's a congressman being arrested and we are so distracted mm -hmm. that they are actually believing that these World Health Organization amendments will take effect or will go into effect a year from now 
that the dollar is about to be destroyed. China, along with Russia and Brazil and 18 other nations, including Saudi Arabia, are uh, basically not going to be utilizing the dollar any longer. Bank failures are going to increase. The dollar is going to become inflation is going to become uh, so much more than we believe right now. If you thought 3% interest on your home that's now 7 isn't going to go to 10 or 11 or that our dollar isn't going to buy what it used to, we are dreaming because it is the plan is if we can destroy America, if we can destroy our dollar and, of course, by printing trillions more that we are passing out to others, obviously it brings down America's ability to control itself and, of course, our ability to exist the way that we we imagine it. And so there is a window of opportunity. They know that regardless if they lose in 2024, this isn't just another cycle, by the way. This is the cycle. They did yeah. not anticipate us winning the House in uh, 2022. And this is our only opportunity right. to be able to get out of the World Health Organization to stop funding because the House controls the funding. This debt ceiling increase, our ability to take the money away from the IRS, our ability to take the money away from the World Health Organization and to defund and get away from these organizations and to pass laws and rules that basically say we are not following any of these international mandates. This is our window of opportunity, but it takes each and every one of us to get involved to make sure that it happens. That That's right. And that's exactly where we're at right now. And so the SovereigntyCoalition.org, uh, if you go there, I, I just did it right before um, we we right before we started. And it literally takes like, I don't know, two and a half minutes. Uh, you, you put your, your information in and then it pops up based on your address, who all of the people in Congress that you need to reach out to, they have, um, you know, a generic, uh, letter that's, that's pre-generated and you click a button. I, I sent it to four of my members of Congress and to Twitter and did a Facebook post in literally three minutes. Yeah. And signing the declaration is the same thing. It's a click of a button. It's putting Mm -hmm. in your name and it's signing on. The whole purpose of this, by the way, is to put pressure on your congressman, believe it or not. And you need to understand, too, that our elected officials, a lot of times we want to call them rhinos. We want to call them, you know, they're all they're all part of the same globalist society. But the fact is, they are just like you and me. And a lot of you are learning a lot of this new information today. And yet you're very engaged. If you're following Jody, you've been following a lot of this for probably quite a while now. But it doesn't mean you understood this. So don't anticipate or believe that your elected representative understands it either. They don't understand the perils or what the amendments would do. They all think, look, if this has happened, it'll just be a treaty. It'll never get passed. We don't have to follow this. It's it's we're America. They do not understand, and they should be able to look back only three years to say, we already did. Right. We all are, we already fell for this. We already followed this. Yeah, and that's also, too, where I want to remind people, you know, that we think that our doctor knows everything or that our politicians and our elected officials know everything. And they they have to know that this is wrong and and all of that. But don't take that for granted, because it just depends on what they are feeding their mind. Right. So, you know, a Dr. Corey, uh, the owner or the 
originator, really one of the originators of FLCCC that um, helped save millions of people with early treatment. I mean, he, he said in this post, in my opinion, the last bastion for truth are books, documentaries, Substack for now, and independent podcasters. I would suggest consuming little else but those sources or we're done for. If you can't tell, I'm really, really pissed off and frightened tonight. And and he, he hits this nail on the head. We have got to talk. We have got to take action. You know, if not now, when? You know, um, tell, tell us more about... And, and really explain to people, because I think maybe a lot of people listening um, probably felt like I did. And I thought, no, we have the Constitution. You know, we have the Constitution. And we did talk a little bit about how the Constitution really didn't protect us. But I'd really like to get into that, Ron, because everybody, most people, the majority, feel like somebody else is going to do it and they don't have to. Right. Um, that's not where we're at right now. Well, you know, Lincoln made the comment too that uh, that America will never be destroyed from outside. It will be destroyed from within. Uh, the same story, you know, go back to our founding fathers of of uh, them saying, you know, uh, uh, you know, loss of freedom is only one generation away. It has to do with whether we claim it and proclaim it or we don't. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is, uh, you know, before social media, re- understand smartphones and all of these, we're only talking about 2009 when the iPhone came out. This isn't that long ago. I don't know how old you are listening, but the fact is we remember a time when there were no computers. If you're even in your forties, right. we weren't communicating in that way before. How in the world did we communicate when we didn't have any of these apparatuses before? We did it because we talked in our coffee shops, we talked in our church, we talked even in our bars. As we said, that's where business got done. It's where uh, you know, it's where we engaged in free speech. It's where our leaders uh, yeah. became leaders. And we have to return to understanding that if we want America to return to its founding principles, it is going to happen with each and every community. Don't expect that the capital of your state or in Washington, D.C., is going to be the solution to today's problems. Mm-hmm. solution yeah. is, is for you to make and create the solutions you wish to see. Embrace the truth in your own family, your own neighborhood, your own community. You need to be uh, running and be elected for your own school boards, your own township boards, your own county commissions. Because if we change our local community, then we change our nation. It isn't going to happen by by some broad stroke from some elected official. Right. We if we had had full control and we had communication at a local level, none of what happened in 2020 would have happened. Instead, we listened to those so far away dictating to us what we did in our own neighborhood, whether your kids could play in the front yard or not, whether we were turning in uh, uh, our neighbors because children were playing. These were things we saw witnessed in Michigan and certain parts around the country. And Mm -hmm. so what I ask of each of you is, is basically to look at a pledge that you made. Most of you hundreds of times, but a lot of you thousands of times in your life, you were standing when you made the pledge many times with your hand over your heart. And it was the pledge of allegiance. Did you ever pay attention to the words there? Because our solution is right here. 
Do you know that those that receive citizenship must swear allegiance to the republic? Uh, and that is, of course, to the flag, and we say the United States of America. Uh, that republic, as we talk about, we are not a democracy. We are indeed a representative republic, which means it is about us collectively, our own individual thoughts and our representation. It is never about those that we elect dictate to us. It is the other way around. The consent comes from the governed, as we say. We are one nation. That one nation is United States of America. It is not the United Nations. It is not Canada. It is not the Americas. It is certainly not the World Health Organization or the World Economic Forum. It is the United States of America, and it is under God. This is the one word that is in, of course, our Constitution. It is where liberty and the natural rights, it is where our unalienable rights come from. It is the under God part, and that is the only nation in the world that is under God. Its foundation cannot and is not and is immovable because yeah. it has nothing to do with anything we can create. That should give you the strength. That is part of the pledge that you have made. Indivisible. The reason I want to talk about this is it is not about Republican or Democrat or progressive or liberal. It is not about Republicanism. It is not about conservatism. It is about Americanism. We have seen many times in our life, and not as many as we could hope, where we have become one, where we have put aside the differences, and we have stood under one banner, and that is our banner, the flag, the United States of America, the republic in which it stands, under God, indivisible, and what is it? With liberty. Liberty are those rights. Freedoms are given to man and are taken away, or we give them up. Liberty remains, because that is, as Thomas Jefferson's, give me liberty or give me death. Liberty is those rights that come from God. And those are the rights that we have the ability to stand up for. And the final thing is justice for all. The greatest part of America is regardless of your socioeconomic status, regardless of your political affiliation, regardless of who or where you came from in this world, we all have justice, blind justice, and we're to be treated the same. But guess what? Currently in America, that's not true. If you are conservative, if you are standing up for those freedoms and liberties, you are banned, you are being shut down, you are being shut up, you are told to stay down, you are told to be, you are invaded, your homes, you are arrested, you're thrown in jail. And if you happen to be on the other side creating violence, there is no problem as long as it is part of our of a so-called social justice, equity, inclusion, the global thought process. But that does not go hand in hand with our Pledge of Allegiance. When you put it all together, the words are all there. But did you mean them when you said them? And if you did, I ask you to never say them again if you aren't going to stand and defend them. That is the reason that we are saying to you now is that stand up to these, talk to your neighbors, ask them to defend their pledge. Oftentimes, we don't defend our positions because we don't have all the answers. At the SovereigntyCoalition.org, we give you the details, the information, the tools. We give you memes. We give you everything, including links to articles that will answer the many questions people might ask for you of why you should sign the declaration, why you should contact your congressman, or if you can call your congressman, then you add, you, you you will have the tools and the information to use to defend your positions. But the bottom line is. American and its sovereignty is something that isn't going to go away unless we give it up. And I know that you listening aren't going to, but the people that are around you, we have to get out of our own echo chambers. We have to begin speaking 
in the workplace. We have to begin speaking on the soccer and the baseball fields and the coffee shops and at their, any establishment you go into. And we have to begin speaking in our churches. And, and we have to start speaking to our kids and encouraging our kids to, to share, you know, their opinions and their thoughts with their friends on social media. Like we, we have to create a place where it is okay to talk and it's always going to be okay to talk when you're speaking, you know, when you're kind to people, you know, we can tell our truth without being mean to one another. I certainly don't put people down, you know, for, for their, irrational behavior or comments on social media. I mean, it is what it is. We we just have got to stop caring about being comfortable and we have to encourage our kids. Like my son, he's 13 years old and he, he listened to the interview that you did with Kristen, you know, on the way home from basketball practice. And we had a discussion about it. Like they need to know you. If you think Ron and you know, five short years, he'll be 18 years old. You know, that's that yeah. he needs to understand and, and you know, what's the, at risk. And I'm glad you mentioned that because if you simply play parts of this, but especially the part about the Pledge of Allegiance, those kids just said that. I don't care if it was at a meeting. I don't care if it's at school. I don't care if it's at, at any event. And all of you that have been to any public meetings, uh, obviously, you have stood and said the pledge over and over again. The kids need to hear not only what it says, but what it means. I know your parents often said to you, you know, say what you mean, mean what you say. Mm -hmm. The fact is we as parents have to be able to discuss both what the, the pledge says, but also what is in the Constitution, because that is where our strength comes from. It's where your ability should be to stand up to those who are trying to stop your voices from being heard, because the truth is right there. And the kids will be able to understand, you know, I have said that. I know I've said it hundreds of times. I know I put my hand over my heart, but I never thought about what it meant. And mm -hmm. I never thought that I was going to have to defend it. Did you? That's right. No, no. And, and see, and I think that's part of the problem, you know, is that we have lived very comfortable. You know, I'm, I'm 48 years old. I, I, I didn't have any struggles growing up. You know, we, we've lived pretty comfortably for the last 50, 60 years without much threat, you know, and, and not, now it's time to stand up and, and speak up people you know, I, I just I don't know what more it's going to take, you know, for people to realize that they have got to um, stand up and 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 talk. You know, we can't be silenced any further. And so. I would encourage you all to also this is not about confrontation. Uh, we're not. Uh, that's the great news here is signing a declaration and sharing this with everyone, you know, but talking about a Pledge of Allegiance, talking about Americanism, again, getting away from the boxes that the left and the media and the globalists want to put you in. They want to separate your family by tearing down the family. They want to separate us from our God by tearing down the church and what it stands for. They want to separate us by uh, race 
and by socioeconomic status, even though they claim that they're defending individuals, they actually want to put us all in different individual boxes so that we don't get along together, so that we don't have dialogue and communicate with each other. And it really is important that each and every one of you know this is nothing to do, this is not politics. This is about giving you and protecting your ability to be everything you want to be in your life and to let your children and your grandchildren have the same opportunities that you had when you were growing up. Uh, that's exactly right. Uh, that's all the time we have for today, though, friends. But remember, we are here on air five days a week, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern with a different nurse host daily. Please be sure to tune in and listen to myself and my amazing sister nurses as we walk you through all of these hot topics. We will empower you with all the information and education. We will advocate and we will stand in the gap for you because we are nurses and this is what we do. We are five nurses brought together, bound by ethical principles and on our mission to protect the heart, souls, mind, and body of humanity. The last three years have changed us in different ways. Evil ran rampant, but it has been exposed. We are five strong nurses not afraid to engage in this battle. We want to empower and encourage others to do the same. We are in a war for truth. We're putting out a bounty on the real misinformation and exposing the purveyors of propaganda. Join us weekdays with a different nurse host daily. No topic is off limits as we shine our lights and expose the darkness. It's time.